0: Hi, this is John Nelson. This is Jimmy Maurer. Hi, I'm Andres Zenoda, and you're listening to the Dallas Soccer Show.
1: Welcome to the Dallas Soccer Show presented by the Striker Texas. I'm Dustin Nation, and this will be our season preview for 2022. Lots of changes going on at FC Dallas, and here to to talk it over with me is Jonathan Ross. How's it going, Jonathan?
0: It's going pretty good. I uh, ready, finally. Short, short off season, long off season. I don't know what it is, but uh, ready to talk a little FC Dallas with you, Dustin.
1: I think it was both. It was both short and long.
0: It, it was man, and it was actually quite active. Um, and that's why we take the challenge here at the Dallas soccer show to, uh, work you through all of those things, or at least the key important ones in, and yeah, hopefully like 15, 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, uh, try to, to make a very digestible version of what you, the fan needs to know going into 2022 with all the changes going on at FC Dallas at FC Dallas. Um, we're going to, we're going to walk you through them and hopefully by the end, we'll be ready for, for the season. You ready, Jonathan? Uh, I am. All right. So the biggest thing that we need to know about as fans is that FC Dallas has a new coach. Uh, Nico Estevez comes in and replaces Luchi Gonzalez um, for the 2022 season. They kind of did a little bit of a, a coaching swap where Luchi Gonzalez took Nico Estevez's uh, position at USA Soccer. Nick, uh, I almost called you Nico because we used to have Nico on the show. Uh Nico probably going to be sitting out the season for us. He may come on. We may coax him to come on here a little bit, but, uh, Nico Estevez, Jonathan, what do we know about Nico Estevez?
0: Uh, well, first of all, he's an outside hire. Like that's the, probably the biggest thing that surprised us all was, you know, it wasn't Eric Quill. It wasn't (laughs) Peter Lucene. It wasn't somebody like that coming in. Um, we know that he's. Uh, you know, he's he's been under Greg burhalter's tutelage recently as part of the U.S. men's national team. Like you mentioned, uh, the expectation is he'll be bringing that same four-three-three that the men's national team plays to, to FC Dallas. So a little bit of a change from a tactics perspective, um, and not surprisingly, he's. Not a big tenured coach, so I don't think any of us expected that you know Bruce Arena was going to come in here, or you know Bob Bradley or anybody like that. It was it was going to be somebody of a more modest pedigree, and that's that's what Nico is. Um, but so far, you know, kind of kind of what I've heard, and I don't know if you've heard similar things. Uh, Doesn't it, it seems like he's a well liked guy both within the men's national team as well as uh, so far in his his brief stint with FC Dallas. Uh, so it's, it's good. It's good to, good to see a change. Good to see a fresh face.
1: Yeah, for sure. And by all accounts, I, I, have heard the same things about him. Everybody loves him. Um, you know, and, and there's some already pre-existing chemistry of some of the players that are coming in uh, from that national team experience and some from the, from some of the players uh, that are still on the roster. So, uh, you know, and I think, I think it remains to be seen. How different this team will will play and tactics wise from what we're used to seeing um, from previous seasons, but I think um, I think we'll see a lot of the same same things as far as trying to keep hold of the ball a lot. Uh, but I think what we've seen in preseason at least is a lot more intent on attacking in the attacking zone and. Um, Less kind of possession for possession's sake. There's a lot the, the the passes have been with really trying to get players into positions to score rather than trying to uh, just not turn the ball over, which is you know maybe that that's the the key to unlock FC Dallas's uh, woes from the past three seasons, two right. sorry, two seasons.
0: Yeah, it could, could be um, the other the other big change, Dustin. Uh, so so we knew that Lucci was gone and we just didn't know who was gonna gonna come in. We also had a, a fair idea that one of the other players uh with that men's national team kind of connection uh, was on his way out. Uh Ricardo Pepe, obviously gone. I mean Yes, no uh, surprise club,
1: club record, record uh, outgoing transfer fee there, $20 million.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's once once you hear numbers like that, it's not like the the hunts were gonna say no. Uh, you they were they were hinting about wanting to keep him around here but uh um that's that's some pretty money for almost any player leaving uh mls right now especially a guy who's played really one season or you know most of a season as a starting uh striker in this in this league
1: yep 18 year old you know um he's got some he's got some international caps he did some he went through the this year's camps for the qualifier world cup qualifiers you uh, know, got some important goals, so you know he kind of raised the stock there and uh, bought himself bought himself a ticket to Europe. Yeah. So we'll, we wish him the best, but uh, that's a that's a key striker position that FC Dallas is going to have to replace, and we'll get to some of the incoming players and maybe how they might uh, get around losing a player like that later on. Uh, but let's you brought up outgoing players let let's go down through the list. With a new coach comes a whole like a whole new philosophy he's got his guys the old guy co- person, old coach's guys go you often see kind of like a line change whenever you get a new coach and um FC Dallas is the, in 2022 is is no different so uh i think the other big surprise outgoing transfers was Ryan Hollingshead who was a he played pretty much every position for FC Dallas played with FC Dallas since being drafted years ago and um, he was transferred out to LAFC, part of a trade that brought Marco Farfan to FC Dallas. We'll, we'll touch on him in a little bit, but Ryan Hollings had most recently playing left back for FC Dallas. And, um, you know, a fan favorite, one of the, one of the, he's a locker room guy, a leader in the rock, locker room. Um, and so that was a real big surprise for me.
0: And me too. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think it's, um, him as that that locker room guy as kind of that uh you know that that captain on the field many times very vocal guy uh i I think he'll be missed there uh we did see i mean it it seemed like ryan had a bit of a slump last year maybe a step backwards hopefully uh hopefully he'll fix that just not for fc dallas uh and in in the next season but he's probably the the biggest surprise of all the all the players that are leaving, there was a number of others that uh, that left. I'm not going to go through the full list, Dustin, but I think uh, some of the key ones would probably be Brisson, who's been around uh, for for a number of years for this club. Who uh, we, we know that you know, FC Dallas had quite a bit of center back depth uh, last year, so I wasn't super surprised to see him move on. Uh, and uh, Brian Acosta is another person that uh, I think we all expected um, just based on the, the playing time that he was seeing at the end of the year. Plus, you know, he was a big money guy uh, and, and you know, one of the DPs for this club that he was one of the ones that was likely to go. So um, uh, he ended both up of in
1: Colorado, I believe. Yeah,
0: yeah that's right. Uh, they he, swapped out Acosta. Two
1: Acostas. Yeah, two Acostas we sent to
0: Colorado. That's right. <clears throat> of course, one of them moved on now. So, you know. That's true. Um, but. but I think those, I mean, to me, yeah, there's a few other uh, pieces and parts that, that left, like uh, Mr. Johnny Nelson going over, I think, to, to Cincinnati mm-hmm. uh, and a Back couple other Ohio. changes. That's right.
1: Yep. Um, uh, I think for me, the, the big, uh, the other big thing that we haven't mentioned yet is Justin Che getting his move to Europe. Um, he's going on loan to Hoffenheim. He's reuniting with um, Chris Richards over there, who's on loan to Hoffenheim as well. So get, they got that all American defense up there. Yeah, and but,
0: it's, yeah, for sure. And uh, it was, I think Seely is one of the other players that's gone, as well as uh, on loan, as well as uh, uh, Thomas Roberts is, is is still gone as well. So I think those are some of the key players that uh, are still with the club, but we just won't see <clears throat> on the game day roster because they're they're somewhere else.
1: Gotcha. So lots of holes to fill for for Nico Estevez and uh, and Andre Zanota. Uh, but they did. they wasted no time uh getting their men in and getting getting players in to fill those holes. Uh the the first big name that we heard come across the wire was uh Paul Ariola coming from DC United I think a 2 million dollar transfer of funny money uh, That's right. which FC Dallas had wham, in. wham
0: gam tam. yeah
1: For those unfamiliar uh, MLS has this really really weird money system where it's kind of like monopoly money. And if, when you become a, a more seasoned MLS fan, uh, go look it up sometime. It'll be, it'll be great fun. But, uh, Paul Ola joins FC Dallas. and uh, that's another us men's national team connection for Nico Estevez. Um, he's gonna, he's gonna play wing.
0: Yeah. What are you, what are your thoughts, Dustin? Uh, when you first heard that trade, uh, other than, or signing, I guess in this case, uh, <laughs> I mean, surprising, shocking, yeah, nodding you your don't head, this see... is
1: good. No, I think it's, I think all, all of those things, Um, like not shocking in a bad way for Paul Ariel. He's he's, he's a solid player and, and uh, a good get. And it's just, it was just shocking. Are you surprising just because you don't really see FC Dallas make moves like that super often? Um, two million at the time was just seemed like a lot of money for FC Dallas to go out and spend, but they have that Ricardo Pepe money. So we thought that maybe that was going to be, you know, the big splash this season. Um and you know he's a he's a veteran player. He's got an international pedigree. Um and I think he'll be he'll be a great addition to FC Dallas.
0: Yeah, uh, agreed. I think he's a, a a good solid player in this kind of what this club needs more of. Um we, we talked last year a few times about the fact that uh FC Dallas had zero players that had prior MLS experience and now at least they've gone out and got two uh between between farfan who' uh, uh took that left back spot uh in the trade with uh with Hollingshead um and then uh Ariola and I think both of those guys uh Ariola especially are, are just good solid MLS players and are going to be good for this team
1: absolutely uh a couple other notables uh FC Dallas had to pick up a, a backup goalkeeper or a, a goalkeeper they picked up Martin Poss um Who's actually may end up being the starter for a little while if if uh, Jimmy Maurers' foot doesn't heal quickly, uh, and then also uh, Nanu came, comes from Porto in Portugal. Don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, he he's uh, comes on loan. Will plays right back, uh, right wing back area. So you know maybe possibly that that Justin Che replacement. Um, and then the big news for FC Dallas was them making another record transfer, On this time on the incoming fee. Um, they went out and they got Alan Valesco out of Argent, Argent, Argentina, Argentina, out uh, of Argentinio at, at uh, Independiente. Uh, what do we know about Alan Valesco, Jonathan? Uh,
0: he is an exciting young south american player the the kind of player that uh i, I think fans of this club uh, especially ones who play pay attention to international soccer have been clamoring for uh somebody that's it's it, more of an up and coming up and comer. uh maybe you know feel some of those castillo holes in our hearts or whatever uh it's i mean it's it's exciting right so if you go and watch some of his his clips you read some of the uh, the news articles when it was, when it first came out, especially from, uh, uh, some of the local coverage there in Argentina, uh, fans love him. The, 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 the local media loves him and, and his abilities, probably, you know, top, top five type of prospect coming out of, uh, out of that country. Uh, so it's, to me, it's, it's a, it's a huge find. It's, uh, uh a good one for the hunts because they got him a bit on the cheap because his, uh, his club was going through some financial struggles right now, where they're trying to, uh, uh, I think, pay up on some past loans or some uh, some past payers that they purchased and never actually uh, sent the money over to the to the sending club. Uh, so they they got their hand slapped, and so we're doing a little bit of a fire sale. And uh, FC Dallas stepped up, and uh, I, I'm 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 am pretty excited. This is probably one of the one of the most exciting players. Uh, from a potential perspective that I see, seen, seen coming to this club for, for a while.
1: Yeah, no doubt. He's, he's going to be an exciting, uh, it'll be exciting to see what he can bring. Um, I think the the big tell for me was just how upset a lot of the Argentine Argentinian fans were, uh, about him leaving and, and being sold. They wanted to keep him around or wanted him to, you know, be sold for much, much more. So, um, you know, th- th- maybe, maybe FC Dallas has got that, uh, Diamond, diamond hidden gym there we go oh and he's his nickname is like a like what the gym or something like that right so yeah
0: but i just cost you fc dallas listeners patience <laughs> guys he is he is a kid uh he is making a move uh you know from south america to the to mls and we've seen a lot of times that 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 takes a little bit of time so uh day one it's gonna be our good friend uh Hader O'Brien, I'm sure uh in that in that left wing spot so uh yeah it's 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 exciting uh but we need to to make sure we're we're, we're patient with this guy but you know so far what I've seen from him he's uh he's got to get a, a bit of flair and uh, can bring you know at least at least some excitement to the club
1: yeah, absolutely uh and you know i think that that is a good caution Jonathan thank you for for tap helping us tap the brakes there uh it is a hard league to get used to even for the most veteran of players we saw um you know uh martinez are the defender central defender for FC Dallas have a, a little bit of a struggle last year coming from spain to and you know he's a veteran player's been around and has experience but had a little trouble adjusting to some of the physicality of MLS and the, the, the rigors of the MLS travel schedule. So um, hopefully that works. I looked like towards the end of the year, he kind of worked that out and hopefully he Martinez continues, but we, I would expect, you know, probably some v- betting in period for Valesco as well. And he's not even in the country yet. Uh, his, his, his passport's still being worked out and work visa and all that um, paperwork is still uh, in place in progress as they say. So, all right, that is a, uh, there's a lot of incoming and outgoing players, a lot of, a lot of new pieces. And, uh, you know, I, I did a piece for American soccer analysis, uh, years ago about how well teams do when they have change on their rosters. Uh, and it's not great that generally teams that have consistent rosters will, will end up playing, a lot better than the teams that have you know full full turnover so uh you know with that as kind of like our debbie downer moment uh what what are some expectations some some something what's what gets you excited about this season jonathan
0: well first i'm trying to to dodge that big bucket of cold water you threw at me dustin but uh you know what 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 ex- excites what excites me this year is actually um some of the changes that are happening for some of the players that have been here so uh number one is in this new formation we're ex- I'm expecting Jesus is the striker um so <clears throat> it's going to give him an opportunity really to 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 step up um and I think uh I think it's going to be good be good for him uh, I think we saw a lot of growth with him last year after maybe a step back the year before um, so I'm I'm really excited to see uh, Jesus really capture that striker position, um, and then the guy that's going to be sitting right behind him um, is probably the other piece that I'm I'm the most excited about, and that's uh, Mr. Paxton Pomacol who's I'm expecting is going to be playing in that uh, more central attacking midfielder role this year. That's uh, is uh, probably a better fit for uh, for his skill set, especially when he's fully healthy. So. You know, he got the recovery year last year. Uh, I'm I'm super excited to see uh, how he plays in the middle, sit, sitting next to Cervania with uh, uh, Jesus on top.
1: Yeah, that should be exciting. Uh, you know, Jesus Ferreira is a it was a natural striker, and then kind of had to adjust to play for the in the in the, the the center mid uh, position for Luci Gonzalez because he had no really other really no other options there and. And it took him a couple of seasons but he kind of adapted to it but i think that putting him back as the number 9 the 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 person leading the the forwards forward will be um will be good for him and i, I expect him to to excel this season so for me the excitement comes on uh, you your excitement's there on the spine of the team right up the middle uh mine's a little bit further out wide on either side i i think the the big thing that FC Dallas lacked last season was wings wing players and that were consistent um and threatening and i think that with the combination of Nico Estevez's attacking philosophies combined with um his his the high press that we've seen in the in the preseason will will provide a lot of opportunities for wingers to to shine, and they've went out and they got they got new wingers. They got Paul Areola. they got Valesco um, and then Hotair Obreon. We saw him actually turn it up towards the end of the season. Another player that struggled to adapt to MLS for a long while, and then seemed to start to turn it around. And don't let's not forget about uh, the Hungarian cowboy, um, whose name for oh it's There we go. I almost had a brain for it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, these these are players that all have a lot of potential, but we haven't seen the potential. And I think that this season we might actually get to start seeing a lot of that. And I think that that is going to be where FC Dallas's attack lives and dies.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of weird. It almost feels like Shun's kind of the odd man out. Um You know, so I think we're excited about him him last year, but now it's going to be a little bit deeper on the wings. So we'll see uh, where he gets his minutes. Maybe maybe Velasco will play centrally centrally a bit more too. Um, But man, I I like that call out. Um, uh, It's something that this club desperately needed last year and has needed for a number of years. Is kind of two stable wings at the same time. Um, so Ariola seems like he's, he's a lock on the right. Um, if we can get, you know, between Valesco or O'Brien or Shun or Shun on that left-hand side to really lock that down, that's going to be, uh, fantastic for this club. Uh, but looking Dustin at the other side of things, uh, where do you see what's, where's the biggest gap? Where's the, where's your biggest concern from, from this club either, either on, on the field or off the field?
1: Yeah, my biggest concern is so like we you, uh, you talked about the spine earlier I'm also going to talk this about the spine it's that it's that middle and central and defending midfielders area uh right now we we've seen Edward Edwin C- sorry, sarillo <laughs> I have to get used to pronouncing a lot of these names again after the offseason uh Edwin Sarillo coming back in and and playing a, a lot of of that center defensive mid right sitting right in front of the the defense defense Sitting right in front of the defensive line, um, and you know there's Faku Kenyon who who's also on the team. Uh, Stereo, not super experienced. Kenyon, not super impressive last year, but it's outside of a few moments, and I think that the the team's defense is going to really. You know, I said the 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 attack would live and die by the wings. So the defense is going to live and die by. How will the 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 midfielders play defense in front of them and provide a little bit of a shield, just because um, there's two maybe possibly two new pieces on that back line, um, and uh, even maybe even a new goalkeeper. So this, they're going to need some some shielding.
0: No, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I think that that, that cam roll is probably the biggest risk uh, outside of maybe depth at at center back. Uh, you know, once, you know, Hedges, assuming he's, he's healthy again, hopefully, um, we'll hopefully lock that one down. And then, you know, maybe you've got uh, Martinez, hopefully we be playing well again uh, this year, but uh, I'm, I'm with you. I think that, that, that cam role is, is been a gap for, uh, Cam? Yeah. Central, uh, wait, sorry, not cam CDM because central defending the <laughs> CDM role. Thank you. Uh, has been has been a, a a a gap for this club since uh Tiago Santos left uh, at the beginning of last season so um yeah I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to to this club uh probably the other thing just so I'm not completely copying you Dustin is this is a club that uh I think we know did not do that well last year and even though there's been a number of changes if you look at the starting 11 for the most part the starting 11. Is going to be nine guys who played and started all year last year and two new guys. Um, so yes, there's a lot of new players that have come in, but uh, you know it's it's going to take a lot for this club, I think, to really gel and step up and 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 make that that playoff push that I think we all hope that they do this year.
1: For sure. Well, speaking of the playoffs, do you think that let's just. We all know preseason predictions are pretty pretty wild. If you want to see some preseason predictions, the Striker Texas put out their uh, their predicted starting uh, starting or sorry ending table. Uh, I don't want to get us that uh, deep into this, but do you think FC Dallas makes the playoffs?
0: I predict that FC Dallas will beat Austin this year again.
1: (laughs) That's your prediction.
0: That's my prediction, Dustin.
1: Oh, see, I was going to go with FC Dallas will score more goals than they did last year.
0: There we go. So right, two 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 crazy <laughs> predictions for you.
1: All right. Well, that was going to wrap it up for our season 2022 season preview. Um, you can see a uh, catch us in your podcast apps. Hit that subscribe button. Uh who when when we put out a new episode, it will show up right there in your app every time. If you uh, enjoyed what you listened to, check us out on Twitter on uh thestrikertexas.com and yeah, we'll catch you next time, Jonathan. Thanks for joining.
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening. It's uh, it's great to be back.
1: All right. Cheers, everybody.